Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Spanked by Their Mistress, written by R. Greco. Tasty OTK Stories for Spanking Aficionados For many, nothing is more erotic than the fantasy, or reality, of a bare-butt OTK spanking by an authoritative woman. The allure of this scenario is especially strong for men and women with certain submissive inclinations as well as for dominant women with a penchant for providing sensually painful punishments to naughty boys and girls. Here we have a collection of exceptionally well-written erotic spanking stories that immediately draw listeners in and allow them to imagine watching, or even participating in, realistic kinky activities of everyday people. An older woman stumbles into a mutual interest with her ex-daughter-in-law. A widow explores her dominant nature with horny young men from the neighborhood. A British expat finds she shares a kinky interest with a companion of an acquaintance. A college student home for the summer learns something new about himself from his best friend's stepmother. When a neighbor shyly asks to be spanked, her inner dom suddenly emerges. Former co-workers hook up for the first time in a very unusual manner. Helping a neighbor has deliciously naughty consequences. Some of the unruly young ladies that Claire is paid to discipline intentionally provoke extra harsh punishment. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Spanked by Their Mistress. Kitty's New Way Okay, it's a bad pun, but I couldn't help making it to myself. I had Kitty spread perfectly, so I could see her Kitty. Maneuvering my ex-daughter-in-law through many a position, I found this one, where I clutched her left hip tight to my stomach, draped my right leg up over the back of her upper thighs, pulled the lady high over my left thigh, and spread Kitty's legs, while popping her pelvis up so I could be, and was right then, treated to the best view of her fine scooped alabaster bottom up high across me, with an added sweet peek of her pussy lips from behind. As I bounced another cheek-to-cheek swat across her fleshy ass, Kitty moaned and involuntarily spread herself even wider as I once again looked down and under. She was a wonder, this 32-year-old woman, And I could see why my son Bruce had been attracted to, yet subsequently couldn't hold on to her. A woman as long-limbed, high-busted, and plain-faced pretty as Kitty was, would, could, and should expect a lot from the men she dated, or married. Her fair-skinned, southern belle good looks had afforded her a lot of attention and allowances throughout her life. Kitty wouldn't abide a son of a bitch like my son. Yes, he was my blood, but I call them as I see them. Staying out all night with his drinking buddies, igniting the rumor that he might have been cheating on her. The thing was, my son was as good-looking and popular as Kitty was. And he had, so far, gotten away with his bad behavior in his relationships. I had tried damn hard when his father was alive, and these ten years after, to read Bruce various riot acts, but my son hadn't ever listened. 
A comeuppance was coming, I had warned him. What he hadn't counted on was a woman as startling perfectly pretty as Kitty having as strong a will as he, and such as smart as a whip brain. She hadn't stood for my son's bullshit, and had asked for, and gotten, a divorce all within a year and a half after she married Bruce. But Kitty and I had stayed close. More, please, Mama, more. I... God, I need more. The woman across from me was bouncing. I knew I needn't even have kept my leg on hers to hold her to me. Kitty was pushed in deep and hard across me, wanting this spanking as much as she'd ever wanted them. I obliged, raising my big right palm and landing hard. Another right-to-left, right-to-left, double swat, as the long-limbed girl rolled her hips into me, and damned if I couldn't spy a thin strip glistening between her equally long pussy lips. The blonde across me would most likely orgasm a few times before I was through here, as was her wont. I didn't mind, of course. I had only denied Kitty orgasm a handful of times, when I thought her unusually brazen in the transgressions she listed for me from her week. No, these spankings were mostly to rush her endorphins, give me some fodder for all-too-quick masturbatory moments later, and Kitty a blushing bottom that would sting her to sit on the rest of the day, and even into the next, continuing the orgasms she started here when I spanked her. I involuntarily flicked one snapping wrist flick smack to just where Kitty's upper right leg met the bottom of her right cheek, uh-huh. I will smack your beautiful little bottom, I began, and brought my right hand to her left cheek and started kneading her reddening flesh to make my point. At the rate I feel best, I know you want it faster and harder. Kitty once again pushed her crotch down into my knee. Snit. I connected four of my middle digits in another quick upper brush, this time where the woman's upper right thigh met her under-right cheek. Oh, but Betty, she mewled, but I settled my hand once again across Kitty's right cheek to knead it. I have been extra special bad this week. Make it hurt. Please. I'd surely increase the intensity for Kitty and me, but I liked making her sweat. I liked securing her to a position, watching her ass settle as the long, honey locks down her back swished. I loved increasing the severity, while my ex-daughter-in-law bucked across me and begged, just like she was begging then. As much from what she said as how her body undulated, knowing that the pain was coming for sure, and that yes, I would stretch her nerves to the raw edge. Kitty quivering across me or laid out on her stomach spread eagle on her bed and shaking, anticipating whatever I was about to deliver, is what aroused me. And I knew her most. Some would say, of course, that it was perverse, even wrong, for us to be playing like this. But I had never touched nor had any designs on my ex-daughter-in-law when she was married to my son, though I couldn't help recognize how beautiful and smart Kitty was. And in the truest sense of the word, I wasn't even bisexual. What Kitty and I got into here had started nearly six months ago. 
Widower as I was, Kitty had always been exceedingly kind to my particular brand of loneliness. Inviting me over to dinner with her and my son more times than I knew Bruce had wanted, she had assured me when she and my son divorced that she and I would not lose touch, and she had kept that promise, much to my surprise and happiness. My former daughter-in-law-to-be had been determined not to lose me as her confidant and friend. As those post-divorce dinners became ever more frequent, and Bruce cursed me up and down per the fact, Kitty and I both somehow grew freer than we ever had around one another. Somehow, with Kitty not technically my daughter-in-law any longer, I came to see her as a woman, a contemporary of sorts, as I knew she saw me. Even though Kitty and I are thirty years apart, we began to share all manner of admissions and thoughts when I stopped by those first few months of the fall just after she split from my son, fueled by the good deep red wine I always brought over. And without men in our lives, I guess Kitty and I were feeling more than a little randy. I had been without my husband a good ten years, so I was a seasoned widow who had a few discreet liaisons, but nothing of any lasting substance or any encounter really worth speaking about. Certainly, I had never experienced anything kinky, nor had I ever played with a woman. Kitty admitted that she felt cut down in her sexual prime with Bruce out of her life, and she began to admit to me that her thoughts ran again and again to the things she had never tried, and, frankly, some ideas that scared her. Whether she was even then angling to ensnare me, or simply hoping the viewpoint of a more mature woman could alleviate some guilt, she began to lay out her fantasies about being spanked, in elaborate scenarios, that I was at first shocked by, but with the wine working its wonders, became ever more intrigued over. Surely I could have asked a whole host of questions, least of which was, if this fantasy of hers was so all-encompassing, why hadn't she and my son ever tried the kink Kitty so obviously wanted? But so far in our relationship I had avoided any inquiry into Kitty and Bruce's sex life, and I wanted to maintain that decorum. So instead, a few weeks after Kitty's first giggled admission, I simply asked her if she thought that now that she was indeed divorced, she might explore places on the internet that cater to niche sexual desires. Yes, I might be a 65-year-old woman, but I knew of such things. I'll even admit to rooting around a chat room or two with sinister, sexy-sounding names. I simply figured that these days, if one wants to dabble in a little left-of-center socializing, the net is the place to drapes. That's when Kitty put down her wine, leaned over to me on her couch, kissed my cheek, and whispered as she sat back, Would you do it? Thrust back to the here and now, I realized I had been kneading Kitty's right cheek. Far off, I had heard her deep moaning, felt her riding her warm crotch against my knee. But lost as I had been in my remembrance of that first night I had so nervously spanked her, I had been poised there up over the girl, massaging her fleshy hot cheek and not saying a word. Fully back to the moment then, I lifted my hand and spanked it hard, bringing both Kitty and me back around. Chat! No! Oh! Oh! Kitty screamed. I assumed as much from the quick, sudden hit as the fact that I had taken my hand off her ass and halted her obvious roll-up to coming across me. Smat! 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 
I smacked the fleshy orbs below me, adjusting myself so I could wrangle my knee over Kitty harder, scissor her there between my legs as she let out a sigh, and began mewing in her usual way when the spanking became real. Smat, 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 smat. I kept up my assault, charged as much with the red spreading across the fair-skinned buns below me as the tendrils of my memory over this woman's impertinence, to not only ask me to spank her way back when, but somehow sensing she could ask without me bolting from her home. How Kitty had known I'd take her up on the offer, or if she'd even thought the matter out any further when she had put it to me, I had never asked her. But God knew I was as fueled by her amazing ass right then as I was her brazenness I had been recalling, and for making me enjoy these spankings so much. Go stand in the corner until I can determine what to do with you next, I said, stopping my swatting and sitting back. Next usually meant Kitty's last swats, a fury of ten I'd deliver to her hard and high. Kitty stood off of me, waddling with her panties hammocked between her knees, and got her nose in the far corner of the family room. I had always imagined the small, comfy room would house my grandchildren's toys, would be filled with good smells and lots of noise during holidays, but Kitty had more or less converted it into her office. It was our spot of choice for her spankings. On spring nights like this one, Kitty took to cranking open the windows, letting the cool night air slide in through the tight screens even though we were well protected from any neighbor's line of sight by the trees that hugged this side of the house, as well as by the drawn shades, I sensed Kitty enjoyed having the swat sounds tickling out into the night, as she had admitted to me, and something I had kept ever aware of in the past six months we had been at this, just as making her step across the room with her panties pulled to her knees, Kitty liked the inherent humiliation mixed into her spankings. I knew the possibility, no matter how remote, of one of the neighbors hearing a muffled swat and wondering what the newly divorced lady might be into, added to the eroticism of this for my ex-daughter-in-law. As I had learned in those places on the web where you can find information about spanking, and God knows there are plenty of places on the web where you can find information about spanking, Kitty seemed to love most of the simple tropes of her kink, being bent over my knee her dressed in a short, loose skirt, usually, as she had been tonight, with me first swatting her ass through the skirt, then lifting it to swat her across the full, tight cotton panties she always wore for me, then me peeling them down and getting to her bare bottom. This specific step-by-step metered comeuppance is what really seemed to fuel this woman, and truth be told, got to me too. I did enjoy the tone to what we did here, the simple yet specific way we approached things, and those perfect humiliations that seemed to be Kitty's way. But looking at the woman standing there in her modest two-inch Mary Janes, her hands clasped up under her honey-colored mane at the back of her head, her knees slightly pointed inward, her back arched, her thin shirt bunched up at the back, and her round ass pink and perfect, I did have a sudden flash that maybe Kitty's way might not be the only way we could do things. I hadn't, as of yet, really wielded anything against her rear other than my bare hand. Yes, there was the time I took Kitty quickly against her kitchen countertop, surprising her as much as myself 
with a quick few smats from a wooden spoon she was just readying to use on her bubbling sauce. But in keeping with what this woman seemed to want most, I had only used my hand to spank her so far. But as I sat and stared at Kitty, as scenes of the past few months came flittering through my mind as much as I attempted to stay in the moment, I really knew that, as always, Kitty, the submissive here, was running the scene, as I knew it was called in S&M parlance. Maybe the time was upon us, though, that this young woman should no longer get things in exactly the way she wanted them. In fact, the idea suddenly I could surprise Kitty got me even wetter than I had been when I was spanking her only minutes before. I wasn't exactly sure what I would do. I'd hoped I'd just stumble onto something within the next few minutes that could up the ante here, so to speak, for Kitty and I both. You're nice and red, I said. Oh, Mama, oh, Kitty moaned, wiggling into the wall. Close your eyes, darling. I couldn't see her do so, but I knew Kitty had complied by the way her ass cheeks started to quiver then. I had never asked this of her. Usually her nose to the wall was enough to make her blind to whatever I usually got to behind her, which, until this night, hadn't ever been much more than maybe me changing chairs, or the one time I had dressed in my own loose high skirt and got it up around my hips. So when Kitty turned back around and got over me for the last swats, I was able to get the front of my silky panties up against her meaty thighs and warm crotch. She never could have expected what I did next. Running my eyes around her office, searching for anything, even the most trivial object to prompt me to some action to really shock her, to make tonight's scene memorable, to assure this woman I had tricks up my sleeve when I really didn't, and that her spanking need was no longer just an ache she held, but one we shared, and one I could contribute to beyond just smacking her bare ass with my equally bare hand. I fixed upon two seemingly unrelated objects that made whole an idea that came rushing into my head so swiftly I nearly swooned. Kitty is an architect. A damn good one, actually. She had worked in this profession during her marriage to my son, still did so actually, lucratively enough to afford the big house we were then sitting in, which she had won, along with its equally big mortgage in the divorce. As the family room was now her office, she had the place littered with a drafting table, computer, and pretty much all the accoutrements of her work. On a table not more than a foot off to my left, I had spied some Sharpie markers and a wooden ruler, and a thought birthed into my brain so absolutely filthy, yet at the same time so wonderfully hot, I nearly couldn't contain myself as I popped from the low couch and stepped to grab a black marker and that long wooden ruler. Oh, God, God, what are you doing? Kitty moaned again with just a hint of a giggle in her throat. As much hearing as sensing me walking around behind her, sensing maybe this night would take on an entirely different ambiance of intent. The leggy girl standing with her back to me was delightfully on edge and making me even more excited as I got both the marker and ruler in hand. Don't move a muscle, I said, then squatted behind Kitty's round posterior, uncapped the marker, and proceeded to draw a wobbly black circle, dead center of her right cheek. 
Oh, God, God! Kitty yelped and did indeed move, shucking forward and turning. I stayed where I was on my haunches on the floor there. Turn around. I'm going to draw a circle on each cheek with this. I said, lifting the marker for her to see, though I needn't have, seeing as she was staring wide-eyed down at the thing in my right hand. Then get the circles nice and red with this, I continued, holding up the ruler in my left hand. Again, not so much for Kitty to see, as for emphasis. Oh, no, no. She mewed, but wore her usual thin-lipped smile, and her high cheekbones were flushed as she stared down at me, and I tried not to look directly at her bald mound. Turn, honey. I cooed, and Kitty did so, slowly, nose to the corner again, ass even more slightly arched back to me, her hands on the wall this time as I smudged away the slightly jutting half-inch line I had made when she moved seconds before then went back to drawing a circle slowly across her pliant, warm flesh. Kitty was moaning and shivering like I had never heard or seen her do, and when I got to her left cheek, I had to balance myself better by reaching out the hand that I held the ruler with. When I reached up to balance myself against Kitty's left hip, she shot up at the contact, nearly turning again. She settled when I finished the circle, though. I stood, my legs aching, and leaned in to kiss her right cheek. Go look, I said, stepping back to the couch, pitching the marker on her desk, but keeping the ruler. It took Kitty but a few steps to waddle to the full-length mirror that fronted the closet door to her right. Turning her ass toward the door, her pointy chin over her right shoulder, she stared and sighed deep at the fist-sized circles I had drawn dead center of each of her cheeks. Come here, honey, we have to make those circles red. We were well out of the comfort zone of our usual scene, Kitty and I both knew. Never before had I considered anything beyond just delivering a good twenty or so swats to her ass, maybe spying her pussy a little, something for some reason I was beginning to like more and more, but now that I had executed the flashing idea that had come to me, could see those circles as clear as Kitty could, saw that she was unnerved from them, as well as over the fact I had just begun smatting the tip of the ruler into my palm. I was heated in a way I had never been before while spanking Kitty. Before, the spankings had been part and parcel of our hanging, as much as us having dinner, flicking around Netflix, gossiping. Now it seemed almost as if the spanking would be the reason why my ex-daughter-in-law and I got together, or we'd at least come to admit this fact we had known for the past six months. Over, I said. And Kitty waddled to me, gave me her best pout, but draped herself across my high lap. I rose my hand and delivered that first ruler snap to the circle on her right cheek, the hardest I had ever hit her. Oh, no. She mewed plaintively, pushing down hard into me. Snip. I overlapped the first hit with a second. Oh, God! Kitty screamed, pinned down to me. I guess it's time we got serious, huh? I said, and snap, snap. I methodically lifted and connected the third swat once again to that circle on her right cheek, then adjusted ever so slightly to make my first smack on the circle on her left. Snap, snap, snap. 
Snap. With my left hand raped across her lower back, I went to work hitting cheek to cheek as Kitty tried to breathe with the assault. She pushed her crotch deeper into my knee, and I reddened those black outlined circles with what must have been twelve to sixteen smacks. I had never hit this hard. Never rode Kitty exactly this way without stopping, delivering some teasing scolding, trying to spy the space between her legs. I had no idea, even if she'd come to simply roll off me, or maybe the ruler would simply land too severe for what she wanted from her spanking. But Kitty kept writhing across me. As I increased the rhythm and concentrated on making the circles rosier than the rest of her semi-blotched pale ass, she pushed, straightened out, circled her pelvis as much as popped her ass up to me as tried to wiggle it away, as continued snap, snap, snap. I held her in place riding my lap, felt my panties grow even dewier, and hit my ex-daughter-in-law in a way I never had and might never again. Then again, maybe this is the way I would hit Kitty from now on. Snap. Snap! Snap! Aimed directly at a specific part of her ass, my ex-daughter-in-law across me, with her sighing, Mama! Mama! And maybe this way would be Kitty's and my new way. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Spanked by Their Mistress. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.